0: What is up STC? I am so glad that you are joining us today. This is the very first message for the entire community. Um, We've been actually marketing or we've been posting all about this for a while now. And we just kicked off yesterday, kicked off our ministry. We are now launched and it's just such a great thing um I believe we I had a even though this is being pre-recorded I believe that vision night on the 29th was absolutely wonderful I believe that already just in this time now a week from now pre-recording this I believe that God showed up he blessed and he showed out he blew our minds I believe it even now now and I just can't, I can't wait to go on this journey as a ministry, ministry together. And so today what we're going to do is today is our open, I'm going to talk, I'm going to give you a subject, but at the end, I'm going to tell you this year's vision for this year. Of course, we have a ministry vision for overall, but every year, I believe God gives us a word. He gives us a word to say how this year is going to be shaped for us. How, what is he trying to do within our community community and this i'm telling you i don't like this i don't like this word but guess what i'm telling you this is what god wants to do and i'm telling you he is getting ready to blow our minds in 2021 and so if you can turn with me um for those of you who have your bibles and are looking at this to first samuel three chapter three verses one through ten we are getting ready to embark. We're getting ready to open up a, a, a passage that is very um, familiar. Um, it's familiar for a lot of people who were in, in church for a while or you grew up in church. This is a familiar passage. While on my, on my sabbatical in December, um, because I do do my own YouTube channel, and because I do do other content creating. Um, while on my sabbatical, God and I began to prepare and I began to marinate on what God was giving me, I thought I was going to sit there and talk to you, just vision, vision, vision. But God told me something. He said, before, in order for you to get vision, you must understand I speak. And so that's why you are seeing graphics, talking about graphics, all of our social media, my social media and other people's social media, saying God speaks. Because we have to understand that God speaks and so that's what we're going to talk about today so first samuel three starting at verse one it says meanwhile the boy samuel served the lord by assisting eli now in those days those days messages from from the lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon one night eli was almost blind by now and h- had gone to bed the lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. Suddenly, the Lord called out Samuel. "Sam," Yes, Samuel replied. What is it? He got up and ran to Eli. There, here I am. Did you call me? So he did. Uh, I did not call you. I'm sorry. I skipped a little bit. I did not call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. The Lord called out again, Samuel. Again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. There I, here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son. Eli said, go back to bed. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never heard a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time. Once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. Did you call me? Eli realized it, it was the Lord who was calling the boy. He said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls you again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Speak. Your servant is listening. In this passage, we see uh, Samuel the prophet as a young boy, and he and he is with the priest, and he's under the priest Eli. Now, if you want a little bit of context, you would know that just a chapter before, two chapters before, we find the story of his mother Hannah, who, who. Went to the temple one day and was crying to the Lord, but her mouth, her mouth was moving. She was pouring her heart out. Give me a son, give me a son. All I want, I'm burned. God, I need a son. And Eli saw her for her mouth moved, but nothing was coming out because she was pouring and praying from her heart. And Eli said, thought she was drunk, and so he stopped her and she said, He said, No, my priest. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk before I'm pouring out my heart. And so after, and he said, what what you asked for, so shall God give you. And this is the priest. And so the priest told her that God would fulfill what what she wanted and, and stuff. And so Samuel is that son. And so she gives her son back to God and takes it to Eli after a couple years after he's grown up a couple years and he, and he begins to work under Eli and serve the Lord. And so this day he was serving the Lord and, and around this time, as the Bible says, messages and prophets were, were not, we had judges, but they didn't have too many prophets at this moment. And so one day, one night, Eli, who was almost blind, went to bed and Samuel finds himself, in the presence right next to the Ark of the Lord. Now, the way I interpret the Bible is that the Ark of the Lord is the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, but some people um, believe those are two different things. But the Ark of the Covenant was where the presence were. It was the representatives of God's presence. And the the the, the lamp of God and the Ark of the Covenant represented God pre- God's presence. And so, he was laying beside this ark and this little container, this ark that they had and God calls out to him. He calls out to him three times. Samuel realizes "Thanks, it's Eli because he doesn't know God. He hasn't heard from God before. And so Eli, after realizing it, says say speak Lord, your servants listening. Point number one of this whole, if you haven't caught it yet, the title of today's message for growing together, because that's what this is. This is not a service. This is growing together. I'm learning this. You're learning this. We're all learning this. And so point number one, if you can write it down, uh, put it in the chat, is knowing God's voice, knowing his voice. Some of the things that even the first three verses tells us about this is the boy Samuel, who served as the, the, the priest. Messages from God were rare. Visions were quite a common. Some of the stuff I said, Eli's almost blind and is in the bed at this moment that this is happening. And that he is, at the, he is sleeping near the ark of God while the lamp of God was still lit. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm asleep, I'm not going to want nobody to wake me up. Matter of fact, I, uh, Jesus is still working on me because if you catch me wrong, I might say some words that Jesus didn't ordain as nice. Um, praise God. Um, but <laughs> he keeps waking him up, and Eli, Eli recognizes that God, that God is speaking to him. And so the first point is knowing God's voice. We have to understand who God is. When reading the passage, we find that verse 7, that, God, that Samuel did not know the Lord because he never had a message from God before. We as so-called believers of Christ look for God to speak, but we don't know his voice. Then we are lost. We are lost because we don't know his voice. And somebody's probably gonna offend it because I said so-called believers, and I'm gonna back this up with scripture because how? Because as believe, if we are believers in Christ, we must know God's voice. How do I know this? Um, I, I I know this because John 10 25 through 29 says Jesus replied, "I have already told you, and you don't believe me. The proof is the work that I do." In my father's name. But you don't believe me because you have. Because you are not my sheep. My sheep? Listen to my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give them eternal life. And they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my father has given them to me. And he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. And so God is talking to, to some people. Or who he, uh, whoever he's addressing at this moment. I, at this moment, moment. And he's telling them. Hey. You ain't mine. Because guess what? Mine. They know my voice. He was like yo. They know me. They, they know who I am. They don't. You aren't mine. This makes me think of all those different drama shows and Mari and stuff where it says, you are the father. And sometimes the, the, the person doesn't even claim the child, but then turn out they're the father. But here he's saying, you see, Jesus, Jesus don't need Mari. He doesn't need Jerry Springer. He doesn't need all this different shows that we have about this. He says, you want to know how you know your mind? You know my voice. You want to know that you're mine? Know my voice. God speaks in several different ways, and I love it, love that about him. He lo- He speaks in an audible voice, which is rare. Um, not too many people hear it around this time in our modern society. I heard the voice from the Lord, and he actually spoke to you like Mary, um, but it happens. He speaks through coincidences. He speaks through your conscience, he speaks through different things and things he may set up and experiences in your life. He speaks. And God is trying to speak to you. And so you have, to, but you have to know his voice. But watch this, watch this. A lot of us, and some of us, you may say, well, I know God's voice. He speaks to me all the time. Okay, well, point number two, acknowledge God's voice. So the Lord called a third time. Once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said unto Samuel, go and lie down again. If someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed and the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. The Lord said, speak, your servant's listening. Here we find, and I read that again without no warning because I wanted you to see that taken out by itself. That once he realized, or once there was a realization and an understanding that it was God and they realized they got to know God's voice, they acknowledged it. In order for us to get vision for the new year, we can't, we have to know God's voice. And then we have to acknowledge it because many people what happens is know God's voice and we and we always uh we always give verse 10 the verse 10 scripture of 27 my sheep listen to my voice and I know but you don't believe me because you're not my sheep 26 and 27 my sheep listen to my voice I know them and they follow me we always quote that my sheep. Oh, he's going to celebrate the sheep and the goats. and the Glory, hallelujah. But it's not just enough to know his voice. Because I can listen to his voice, but am I acknowledging it? Am I listening to it? Am I actually going by it? I know his voice, but am I acknowledging it? Or is it going in one ear and out the other? <laughs> That's something that teachers say about students all the time, or parents and grandparents say about kids in our generation all the time, that... A lot of times when they're saying stuff, it goes in one ear and out the other. Because you're not acknowledging. You don't acknowledge that they're sleeping maybe because they're repeating something that they said millions and millions of times and you just don't want to hear it. Or you just don't want to hear them talk. You don't want to hear them fuss. But it pays to acknowledge the voice because then if you read later, and and I'm not going to do it right now, but if you... Read later in this passage, you will find, or even just the next verse, you would find that he'll begin to say, he began to speak to Samuel. He began to tell Samuel some stuff, to tell to the nation, and tell to this person, tell to that. And Samuel became a great prophet. Matter of fact, Samuel did not just become a prophet, Samuel was the prophet that anointed the very first king of Israel. And then not only the very first, but the next one, King David, who who was is credited to being one of the greatest kings, biblical kings ever. The one that had God's heart. If he didn't acknowledge or get to know God's voice, he couldn't do that. How do you do this, Savion? How do you do how do you learn God's voice? How do you acknowledge God's voice? Well, you read your word, you listen to different and, and even if you're just learning you're pulling your bible out and looking at a sermon on YouTube take time open the bible up read it for yourself look at a sermon it's okay listen to one on a podcast it's it's fine but back it up with scripture read the scriptures cuz this the bible says that this is, he is the living word the bible says, the uh, uh 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 John 1 and 1 it says for God is the word the word was with god And so spending time in his presence, praying and fasting, and I don't like fasting myself, but fasting and praying and reading God's word and for yourself, not just the times where whatever group you're in, they call for a fast. Matter of fact, we actually have one in every season, every season in this year. and we Every four months is a season. And in every season for STC, we're doing seven, seven days of praying and fasting. Because we got to get to know God's word. We got to know his voice. And then we're going to acknowledge it. <laughs> I got one more point and then we're going to go and I'm going to reveal some stuff to you about this year. Um, about the ministry in this year. Third thing is write it down. Now where is this in the script, in, in the passage? It's, it's not. But the entire book is. The entire book is nothing but his account. Matter of fact, he has two. It's 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel. When they put the Bible, the people who put the Bible together and got all the scrolls and began to translate and put this entire Bible together and put the entire Bible when they begin to print it in different languages and stuff and they organized the Bible and arranged it. He has so many letters. He has so much of an account that it was 1 Samuel In 2 Samuel. I don't have to point out when he wrote. We don't have to point out that he wrote it anywhere in this particular passage. Because the entire book is named after him and it was his account of him being a prophet. You want anything else? Proof or write it down. Look at Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 1 to 2. It says i will climb up to the watchtower i will stand at my guard post there i will wait to see what the lord says and how he will answer my complaint i'm gonna go to the lord i'm gonna receive vision i'm gonna receive whatever he has for me and god says my answer write it plainly on tablets so the runner can carry the correct message to others. Write it down. Establish the word so that you don't forget. Establish word. That's what these papers are. Um, you might can't see it, but I, I have a table with my tablet of notes for this message, my Bible, and, and, and two little notebook sheets of paper on this little tiny looking dinner table thing. And I'm literally outside with a person behind a phone camera. To make sure i can get the message down and i uh, to make sure i remember everything i have i have it typed up i have i have have it written down i have my bible in front of me to make sure i get the message correct to make sure i establish the word i remember the word so it does not leave me he said write it plainly whatever i tell you write it as i told you (laughs) write it so that it's in plain sight so that someone so that when the message is carried out, it'd be the correct message. So that what I said at that moment is what I said when you say it. If anybody knows, if any of you were at Vision Night on the twenty-ninth, again this is pre-recorded, so none of this has happened yet. But if you were at Vision Night, you probably found out the vision or what STC was. You probably found out that STC stands for ST Nation Community. And that it is a community slash family of a group of young Christian young people. Our vision is building a community of salvation and transformation where you can be strengthened in God through prayer and fellowship. We also hope to give you the resources needed for understanding biblical truth as you grow a relationship with God on high. One of our vision scriptures are is Hebrews 10 and 25, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and also much the more, as you see the day approaching being there for each other and, and 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 gathering together whether it's online or it's in person and encouraging one another holding each other up to Jesus come back showing his love until Jesus comes back and so that's we that's what we're going to be doing we're going to have content we're going to try to do these messages um every other week we're going to do other other type things we're going to have things over Zoom, and we're, what we're going to do is we're going to just be there for each other. There may be a time where, we, where you may come on for like a worship night, and we everything might turn up. We might just sit there and talk. We may sit there and just worship. It may be a time where we don't even pray for some specific planned on. We just pray for whoever needs prayer. You need to talk. Hey, maybe it's a little more private. Okay, we'll go into a breakout room. Because we have to be there and instead of just getting, we have to find the balance of giving you the word, but making sure that we're showing you love physically. And not and and, and going that extent to where we're making sure we're opening our arms up mighty high. Not just because you're Christian, not because you're this, but you're that. But guess what? STC, if you are someone who's LGBTQ, I might don't agree with your lifestyle, but come on in. Because even though I don't agree with with it, I'll still love you like never before. I'll show you God's love. I will respect you enough to where I'm not just forcing my stuff down your throat. But I am at least showing you the love to say, hey, how you doing today? You doing alright? I'll be the person to let you vent. You need to vent about about crazy judgmental Christians. I, I I'll let you do it. Cause guess what? Cause technically we don't supposed to judge. I, I I'll be that one that 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 lets you just pour out. Vent, and then afterwards, you know what? I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna say, you know, Jesus loves you, right? You know I'll be there for you, right? And I'll sit there and give you as much encouragement as I can. Without trying to force what I believe about your lifestyle on you. And this year, as I'll pray, every year, like I said before, God, I believe God will give us a word surrounding that year and what he wants to do. And y'all, I'm telling you, I don't like this word. And it's, san- it's going to sound good to y'all, but I did not like this word because I missed And y'all don't know how much this word has seriously harmed me and got me. And seriously, like, I've been rebuked. I've been convicted. Multiple occasions on this one. I was in sabbatical in December, and this, all of everything's been boiling over and simmering for about two months now. And he told me, he said, build. I was excited. I said, build. We're going to build God. He said, nah. I was like, what? Just said build. He said, look up build. He said, it says to make stronger more intense. I said, yeah, we're we'll going to make people stronger. He said, no. No, that's not it. And so then he took me to Matthew, and I'm going to pull it up. But then he took me to Matthew 16. In the passage where, and I'm going to preach about this at a later time, but he took me to the passage in 16, Matthew 16 where God, God tells, when Jesus asks him, he says, who do people say I am? And they tell him, he said, well, who do you say I am? Peter says, you are the son of, you are Christ, the son of God. And so Peter, he tells Peter, he says, only my father in heaven can reveal this to you. Upon you, you are now Simon Barjona. Because Peter wasn't Peter at this time. This is when he gets Peter, the name Peter. He says, for you, Simon Peter, upon this rock, I shall build my... You are blessed upon this rock. Upon you, Peter, I'll build my church. And so this year, God wants to build on each and every one of us. Not, Not you building on anyone else, but starting with him building in you he wants you to give him he also asked me to quite he said this is gonna be the year of spiritual growth for y'all and he said who's wearing the hard hat in your life are you gonna allow him him be the only one wearing the hard hat in your life are you gonna allow him to actually build in you actually total surrender him I'm telling you I have been convicted I have been rebuked on multiple occasions but also Wow blessed on so many levels since October, I got this word in December, but since October, I have had coworkers who said who have said their, and I just started in October. I I only make a very low amount. When you, depending on how how many days each of us work in a week, I'm not supposed to make that much. Do you know that I'm supposed to only make ninety something? But guess what and this is not to boast this is not anything this is testimony my money every month has never dropped below 130 not to sit there and boast not pride and most people would say don't you shouldn't say stuff like like that and tell everybody that but guess what i'm a senior in high school getting ready to go off to college not much but it's more than what was expected God has been blessing me. I got blessed with my own personal laptop, free of charge, software and all, in December. And blessings have been coming and coming because all in these whole two months, while trying to change things, after being rebuked so many times in every moment, and certain moments I've tried to either change the what what built meant for this year for us, or either change the word entirely, and every. Time I get rebuked and convicted, and then turn around, I surrender all over again. I I, I give him, I hand over the hard hat all over again, and he blesses me. And so this year, we're gonna allow God to build for the year of spiritual growth.